This week on the BEMFCAST, he's about to come in her piece. One star, we're in. All right, and welcome to the BEMFCAST. Hey, BEMFCAST. Hey, BEMFCAST. Hey, yep. Episode 285. That is a number higher than I can count. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. And I'm Chuck. And Mackie's on assignment this week. Yes. He is. So um, we watched a movie. We watched a movie. <laughs> right? Yeah, we just tried a new thing while yeah. he wasn't here. Yeah. Just thought it'd be, see how it worked out. Bad okay. idea. Uh, so what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is we go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Mm-hmm. Come in here, sit in front of these microphones and talk about it. Yeah. Oh. yeah. For the first half. Then we rate them. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Yeah, yeah robot jocks. And the bad bad movies. <laughs> they get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags and douchebags after Twilight. <laughs> Twilight bad. No doubt about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, right. 1990s, the, uh, just Peacemaker. I, was about, I keep wanting to say the Peacemaker. No. Just 1990s. Peacemaker. Peacemaker. That's what we watched. Peacemaker. Um, it's got Robert Forrester and Robert DeVee. Bamcast alum, Robert DeVee. Some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That lady is a Bamcast alum. Hillary Shepard. Yeah. She was in Theodore Rex. Love that movie. <laughs> so Big good. Big fan of that movie. <laughs> Son of a bitch dinosaur. Uh, so, um, plot summary. Right. I, I guess. Yeah. It's going to be, sit down, brace yourselves, take a comfy seat. A doctor gets caught up in a war between two aliens. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> what? Huh? That's it. Yeah. Technically, she's a medical examiner, which is a form of doctor, but... She has training. Do we call them doctors, though? Because, I mean, like, doctors, like, fix people, and she works on people that are... Still past, a doctor. Past the point of fixing. Doctor. I think that's why we go to medical examiner. She has a doctorate, I'm sure. sure. Yeah, she went to school. Well, people can get a doctorate in English. She can be doctor, professor... English speaker. Yes. Yeah. He taught me people. two years in college. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Professor English speaker. Yes. <laughs> Strangely didn't I, speak a lot of English. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, this movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, it opens with uh, some kids uh, <laughs> making out on the beach. Oh, teenagers, you know, like yes. hanging out on the beach, like, you know, doing typical movie teenager things like. Well, like, kid is laying down on the beach, girl comes over with a cold beverage, puts it on his chest, and he's like, ah, uh-huh. trying to freeze my tit- my titties off. Yeah. Like, well, that's an odd way to start your movie. Well, that's how this movie starts. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, they're about to, you know, proceed in the ways that teenagers probably would, and all of a sudden, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, guess we, I guess technically no, over, it, the, it over the credits, open with, with the credits, yeah, yeah the with ship with and space, space noises. Yeah, yeah well, there's right. lots of star fields and whatnot. And right. a, oh, yeah, shit, this movie, uh, wait, look, yeah, back up to the credits. This movie right. is is selling itself hard from the beginning. Yeah. Like, the credit sequence is... Like the Big Bang and like star fields and all yeah. kinds of wormhole shit. It's Time tunnels and a spaceship that may or may not be <laughs> stock footage. <laughs> but it's all it's headed towards Earth. 
Mm-hmm. That's the that's the important thing. We find that out later in the credits. Yes, in the third act Towards of the, the credits. Yes, <laughs> in right. the final act of the credits. Um, <laughs> right, but act three, they're trying really the hard in these credits to make this fucking thing exciting. Oh, music guys, like you get your fucking blood boiling because this mm-hmm. is going to be awesome. And then these surfer kids are at the beach, and like the you, there's a shot of them watching as the camera swoops over them that they are looking at this thing crash into the water and then they drop like a big ball or something in the ocean. Oh, that's an explosion. Okay. Uh, Yeah. They They had a big explosion budget in this movie. (laughs) All right. Well, they they make it seem like something just crashed in the ocean. And Surfer Guy's like, I'm going to go check that out. I'm going directly into the water. It's probably an airplane. Yeah. (laughs) He grabs his board. Probably not going to kill me. (laughs) He grabs his board, runs out towards it. And he's like the whole time telling her like call call Running, the police call the police yeah and she steadfastly refuses to do this she just won't like she takes a couple steps back like well, she's going she's, to and then she's, she's like she is understandably afraid sure but she approaches the shore to try to find her boyfriend cuz for some reason now he's not responding to her and all of a sudden just shadowy figure just goes blink pops yep. up right in front of her she screams yes boyfriend runs away or swims back in is yep. like and she's just sitting there like what, what was it? Some guy. Yeah. Okay, what do you look like? I, I don't know. I don't Let's know. get out of here. I don't want ah. to talk about it anymore. Yeah. I'm sad. <laughs> and we're done with them. Yes, they're done. Um, because now... Uh... <sighs> All right, so alien dude that's just come up on land is now uh, trying, basically almost immediately trying to procure a weapon. Like He goes find some cops outside of a donut shop. Yeah. I mean, he listened to the song. He knew where to find them. Yep. Um. <laughs> And he's like, busts the window, about to grab a shotgun, and then click, don't move. And the cop, one cop had already started walking outside and caught mm-hmm. him, caught him essentially. And he basically just goes, hi-ya, and like <laughs> just flings this cop like 20 feet backwards, or like 10 feet up in the air and 20 feet backwards. Into a windshield. Yeah. Yeah. And the other cops are like, oh, what? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. They all run out, and then it's cop chasing mayhem, just, just chasing this dude around yep. through like alleys and and. Just bombed out buildings and all these terrible places and yeah i mean it's kind of beat for beat the kyle reese thing in terminator yeah i mean it's just like who is this what's going on and immediately action sequence yes you know of kind of kind of sort of clumsy action i mean it's just it's mostly running through places and it's dark you can't really see a lot of what's going on he i mean they, they do a little bit more like there's a few more cop cars actually than terminator which is funny but yeah. i mean like there's a few more cop cars that corner him and he breaks a few more things like busts into a couple windows and stuff yeah, this movie had a good window shattering budget. Yeah. But um, this one, he goes, he goes full bore. St- like they kind of catch him in an alley, and he goes full bore running into this doorway. Oh god! And this is the first of many uh, like fake <laughs> like, doors that were supposed to explode. Yeah, it, it looked like there was like a like a jump down, like a three foot jump down, and then right. the door. And so he sort of jumps down and starts to like crumple into the door. Is what it looks like. <laughs> Done. But well, it, like the door is supposed to but, just split in like three right, parts. The, the yeah. door is supposed to come apart. It doesn't. No. And so he no. kind of bounces back and then just sort of rips the rest of the stuff that was supposed to break away and then goes through the door. Yeah. Um, and he, he runs through this building for a while. And that's when he encounters like the, the I think the movie credits them as junkies uh, who are just sitting in a room playing cards. And it's like, hey, what are you doing here? And then off screen, you just see like one of the cops slinking down the hall and you just punch punch and mm-hmm. then dudes go flying out through walls and what's well, great it's like i mean you know obviously this is many years before but this is like the same shot that happens in the the netflix daredevil series 
there's a, there's like almost an identical shot to this where it's like oh. you're watching the action from outside and all of a sudden guy comes flying through a door <laughs> and just like lands on the door and it breaks like awkwardly too hmm. you know okay it's just funny it's like I was, I was like, oh hey I remember that shot <laughs> yeah but he, he he gets out of there gets back down to the alley somewhere um and like cops kind of corner him a little bit and just start pumping lead into him yep um there there's one there's one like he takes one flying leap over like a trash can that's just like super like reverse Greg Luganus over the just triple Lutzy, you know, <laughs> all that just flips and shit right reverse over the first Greg Luganus triple Lutzy. Yeah. All okay. The, you know, right. the just famous making sure I heard yeah. you right into a, 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 a big flip. Yes. What side? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 240 fakey inside yeah. Audi. Mm-hmm. Into a triple Lindy. Yeah. Right. Ah. Yeah. That one I know. Yeah. Yes. And uh, cops give chase, and then they all basically corner him and just unload into the guy. It's right. like... Yeah, he's down. Yeah. And they're like, uh, check under his clothes. And they're like, why? For, See if he's yes. got a Superman suit on. I think we just killed Clark Kent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, it's yeah. just to take More his clothes off. Let us see if he's wearing Superman yeah. undies underwear. Right. Because like, something like that. Because basically, yeah, he took a lot of bullets. Right. right. So, and they're then they're demanding that they take his clothes off. Yes. Yeah. Just a little awkward. Yeah, he's super dead. Yeah. Or so we think. <laughs> well, super dead. Is he? <laughs> well, he <Soup. laughs> he goes to the morgue. And that's he where does, he yes. <laughs> <laughs> like you do when you're dead. <laughs> and that's where he meets, or we meet uh, Dory, yes. the medical examiner. Right. And uh, she's working with Doc. So credited in, in the credits as Doc. Yes. Doc. And they're like talking, and I guess Doc has to go do something because she's left alone with the body. It's the end of his shift. Uh, okay. All right. Doc's time to go. All right. She works. Got to go work shift. on living people. Yeah. Yes. Um, Doc. but yeah, she's like, all right, you know, doing the recording and like, oh, all this stuff. And like his body starts glowing. Basically, it's like parts of his body start glowing. She's like, huh? And all of a sudden he just like wakes up and like grabs her, grabs her out of the throat. And is like, Shh. yeah. And just kind of begins this weird, crazy kidnapping scene for a while. Cause like he's laying there naked on the, on the slab, you know, to be examined. So like it kind of cuts away. They're in a car, you know, get away in the car kind of without any issue. I mean, basically, no, no, get, no. There's immediate. Is issue. there an issue? Yeah, because uh, there, there's Robert a shot Forrester? when the oh, that's right, when yeah. the UFO crashes into the ocean of Robert Forrester sitting up in bed. Right. Like what? And then the camera pans down to a giant gun. Yeah. And so that introduces he, Robert Forrester for whatever reason. He basically has the 88 Magnum from Johnny Dangerous. Yes, he exactly. Shoots through schools. <laughs> and so Robert Forrester appears on the roof of this parking garage that they are exiting. So he is he, he has uh, the, the doctor lady has gotten into her car and uh, alien dude has commandeered her and that car. OK, and they're getting ready to drive away. And then Robert Forster shows up and starts shooting at them. Right. And this begins like the car uh, just playing chicken with Robert Forster, just driving back and forth at the top of this parking garage trying to hit him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Forster jumps out of the way the first time, reloads his gun. And then when he comes back just fucking crashes into Robert Forrester and Robert Forrester just <laughs> flies back into this van. <laughs> it's, it's the just, physics are a little weird. But it's, yeah, I it's mean, great. It's like it, it, it's kind of like if someone were in like the Peter Pan hoist and just got yanked back into a van yeah, as hard exactly. as I could. Yeah, just yoinked him right back into this van. And you're like, oh, well, killed Robert Forrester right away. Yeah. That's that's a bummer. Well, uh, you know. but he gets right back Nothing up. Nothing lasts Forrester ever. <laughs> 
<laughs> there's more fighting and uh eventually robert forster goes over the side of the parking garage um down into a tree and eventually lands face first on the pavement right and the it the camera lingers on robert forster in this movie a lot mm-hmm. for some reason um but it lingers on him for a while and then it's like oh he's still alive he gets up and hides and then alien dude and lady drive by and it's like, oh, he's not there. Well, let's go. And yeah. so they drive off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they end up going to her place. Her place. Um, and yeah, I mean, like, all of this is just very awkward because he's, like, not really saying anything. No. He's just kind of grunting and pointing and being, the, the only, being very handsy with her. I mean, yeah. Like, like, the only command that he gave her, he grabbed her by the throat and made the universal <laughs> sound. And she was like, oh, okay. Um, truly universal. Yes. And. Um, so they get back to her place, and he just starts fucking around with all her stuff. Right, yeah, he's like, TV, here, she's like, TV, and this begins, like, him, like, learning the like co- the command of English language via, uh, like, I don't know, it's like some Rocky Dennis level, like, speech, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's fucked up, like, it's just like, Okay, guy, it's I get it. Sloth like, from I mean, the Goonies. Well, it's, <laughs> it's 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 messed up because like I'm thinking about if I were to go to a country where I spoke absolutely none of the language, I would not suddenly like. Hi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it seems like it is paining him yeah. to make the sounds that are coming out it, of his it, face. Well, that may, may be the thing. He's learning to make human sounds. Maybe, but he is. They don't normally like. She's like, like like those dogs that say "I love you." They don't go. I love you. <laughs> they go. <laughs> okay, right. maybe that's what that. Maybe that was his direction. Yeah, you know those dogs that say "I love you" do that. Right. Well, yeah. She, I just. I'm like I said. If I were suddenly going to French, I would be like. Bye. If you were going to go to French. <laughs> 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 <Yes>. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> they all be like, "What the fuck?" Is again, you again. Yes. It, it's I'm a going different, to it's, it's different world. You're going to France, yes. yeah. Yes. Um, you mean you're going to freedom? <laughs> yes, oh, freedom yeah. the country. But, freedom. but we, well, we, I, yes. I'll skip ahead just a little bit. We we find out that the gravity is is twice Earth gravity on their planet. Yeah. So uh-huh. the air is going to be more dense. So it's going to be harder to. Push uh, air out of harder the to push air out of them lungs. in in on their home planet, so it's easier here. Oh, so he doesn't just want to go <laughs> like the micro machines guy. Um, he's got he's yeah. trying to slow himself down and he's right. overcompensating because he's not used to okay. Earth speech. That's that mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I can ju- I've had a lot of caffeine. I can justify anything. That does make sense. Rationalize right. anyway. He doesn't speak well. And he continues that for the rest of the movie. Well, not he, as bad he, as this initial go round. No, but he never gets much better than after this because, like, he's flipping on every piece of electronics she has, right. and he's like, brought out another television. Well, like, like he turns on the radio, and she's like, "That's a radio," and she's he's Ray- like, "Radio." Cuba Gooding Jr. And she's just like, "Oh God, what's that? Well, you're dumb, and you don't understand English, so I'm gonna pick up this thing called a telephone." She's like, "As long as I smile, yeah, I can say anything." And I'm dialing nine one one now, and please come help me. And it's a recording, obviously, because that's the joke about every LA nine one one thing is that it's a recording. But yeah, so he goes and gets another television, sits it down to the first television. he, she, she, he she gets angry because she's put on hold. Well, yeah, and then he's he, like, her voice changed. It must be a problem. Right. He goes over, p- picks up the phone, but crushes it just mm-hmm. into bits by doing that, and then pulls out the phone cord and ties her up. Well, loosely wraps phone cord around her. She's not really that constrained, but she promptly just goes to sleep. <laughs> she's just like, well, time for a nap. 
and then it's the next day, and he has learned English. Yes, from television. From, t- from television. Yeah, it's a good place to learn yeah. it. He's like, I am... From France. Right. <laughs> so, I am from French. I'm from French. <laughs> France's mustard. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, there's just, there's a lot of back and forth between these two, and it's kind of irritating, because yes. she is super jokey for no reason. She, because, like, she, she doesn't learn, like, after one time of, of using, like colloquialisms is yeah. like she doesn't like go oh maybe i should stop doing that it's just immediately like well you don't understand that joke but that's a joke mm-hmm. and you should understand jokes yeah. ah. so like <laughs> every joke she says is just for us and that's dumb and that's, they're not even jokes really maybe it's no, for they're her terrible. I, don't, I don't think so her her sense of humor is terrible her jokes are just basically like, what's the deal with airline food? Am I right? Space alien, huh? You know, it's like, okay. <laughs> airline food. <laughs> yes. First yeah. class. Yeah. Yeah. So he kind of explains that he's from space. Right. And she's like, yeah, kind of figured, but. Uh. You know, I didn't want to say anything. Yeah. Like, and they go to the beach. They do. He like, he's like walks on the beach. Yeah, my ship's out there in oh, uh, right. underwater, and I'm I've lost my key card, <laughs> mm-hmm. which will and allow she, me to power. And the she thing. gets upset. She's like, "So you're you've done all this because you lost your keys? Mm-hmm. Oh well, great. Yeah. So now what? And I don't know. Like, <laughs> I I mean, there's scenes I want to cover in the second act, but like plot wise, I mean, I think we can sum it up pretty quick. Like eventually somehow she gets away from him and it goes like Robert Forrester limps away. Like his legs all fucked up from the, from the the previous evening of being chucked into the van. He went and hid in the public library. Yes. He hid in the library and this couch and all bloody stumped and everything. And like wakes up in the morning and there's two cops waiting for him. Yeah. You know, they're like, well, go find the body. Cause this guy's covered in blood. It's not his. He has no, has no wounds. Right. You know, so let's go look, let's around. go for, look for a body. Yeah. And, and they um, handcuff him to a radiator. Right. While they search the library. And and he's already in, in this. He, he's right. Hand. He's explained right hand. that like <laughs> the, the, the I don't know. What's his face? What is his name? Tra- 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 Trevor. Trevor. No. Townshend. Townshend. <laughs> yes. Pete, <laughs> Pete Townsend, the alien. Yes. Why, <laughs> why do they have such regular ass English names? I don't know. Maybe their planet is. Well, Townshend. Why is he? Gates. Why is he a Wait. human? I mean, what? They're not in any way alien. They just have different metabolism than we do. Right. But he basically somewhere Talented. in the night explained the you know we can like the only thing it'll Dance kill is is like a, a headshot essentially like Highlander right. rules yeah, like anything else we can regenerate. Yeah, can't you guys do that? And she's like, no. Yeah, it and it's really dumb that this is explained so early in the movie because no one learns from it. Right. Because he's immediately like you know you got to shoot us in the in the brain that's that's basically what kills us and right. she's like oh that's nice but now that we know <laughs> that we know that his leg is healed and that he's cuffed to this radiator and yeah. he starts pulling against the handcuffs and we're kind of like all right well nice. he starts vibrating I mean he is yeah. just like right, right. I was just saying like we kind of know what's coming and, and essentially yeah. he pulls his hand off through the handcuffs yes and lops his own hand off and gets right. away and it's funny because he just when he does it he's just like ah and the cops are like what was that yeah. <laughs> go check it out and then they go over to where he was they, they didn't say they didn't feel pain he yeah might, i know. He might have felt some pain i know that might hurt a little but yeah so they Red go over sting. to where he was and there's just a hand there and they're like yeah. huh huh well caught you yeah red-handed <laughs> And then, like, 
uh, Robert DeVee gets brought into yeah, this. Yeah, Robert DeVee's in this movie. Yeah, he's the and. He's basically they call him because uh, he always hits on uh, the lady. He's friends Dory. with the lady. Yeah, just keep swimming. He's always just <laughs> he's always going to the morgue to to hit on her. Right, and uh, talks to her at some point just over the phone. Yeah, uh, like I said, this whole second half, like cause somehow he gets away from her and ends up like, or he gets, she gets away from uh, Doofus Alien and ends up going to hang out with Robert, Robert Forrester Alien for a little bit. And no, he, no, that's that's after the all the, the insane stunts. Yeah. Okay. Well, Car chase happens way before. I that. was just gonna like go over the whole plot of the second act because it's basically like this tennis match back and well, forth. We'll like, get there. I don't remember what the hell sets up the crazy stunt spectacular. Well, what happens is I don't remember I th- a lot of the. Second act, yeah. They all kind of converge over at her house for a bit, and there's some tussling. Like a little party. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's a bit of tussling, and like, um, Lady tries to attack Robert Forrester, and Robert Forrester just kind of pushes, punches her in the back of the head, um, and and they just fuck up this house. Like, the two of them fight, and um, this leads to them getting into cars and driving off. Now, the cops, like Robert DeVee has is, is come over mm-hmm. to see what's going on, and just that leads to all the cops getting involved as well. Yes. So it's just instant car. Like, first it's a foot chase, and then they start stealing cars, and then it becomes a car chase. Right. And it is a stunt spectacular. It, it is. <laughs> I mean, the car chase. It's a pretty impressive stunt spectacular. I, yeah. I think spectacular is even selling this a little short. It's, it it is came out of nowhere. It, perhaps. Yeah. yeah it's stunt spectacular extravaganza <laughs> <laughs> but like Forster steals he looks he looks for a car to steal and eventually like decides on this like you know Sanford and Son truck that he takes um, and Robert DeVee is just in like a K car and there's all these cop cars involved and uh, they're the other alien and the girl are in the convertible again sure okay I, there's a is it later that there's a motorcycle thing in, involved? Oh, no, no. That alien gets on the motorcycle during okay. this. Like, the girl Tom gets shit, left yeah. out of this right. chase. Because he... It's, halfway it's, through it's like this, they bike they kind of run into a guy on a motorcycle, and dude's just like, I'm going to take your motorcycle now. Right. And that becomes part of the chase. Uh, yeah, because essentially, like, I don't know at what point it's happening, but he... Like, they're going through the city, and there's this point where... Uh, Semi truck like kind of sort of jackknives, mm-hmm. and uh, Robert Forster like drives around it just kind of normal. And dude does this like power slide, yes, underneath of it, and like stands the bike up immediately and takes Keeps off. Keeps going, yeah. But then there's just this like th- there's multiple random points of this where there's the just the obvious car ramps. You know, the, 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 oh sure, you know the Night Rider Dukes of Hazard. Just oh, that's obviously a car ramp behind there because right. a cop car will hit it and launch and usually mm-hmm. explode midair. Well, there's always a specific. These cars place. don't explode though. A couple do. Yeah. Couple, okay. Okay, yeah. but like, th- there's always these conveniently placed construction sites where it's like a mound of dirt and one Bob's barricade, right. and you know, <laughs> one Bob's barricade and a cone, <laughs> and they aim right for it, and that's usually what ends up you know police cars going right. over. But there's one where like. Cop, I, I think it's the one where oh shit, how does it happen? Like, there's two cop cars. Oh, that's even later because there's there's another one where like they like they jump over something with the bike mm-hmm. and then like land at the top of this hill and then all of a sudden <laughs> that 
truck that Robert Ford is driving oh, yeah. is just like just fucking losses over this hill. Like the most insane jump ever that like and like over a person over yes. real people like yes. obvious like, people like it's like the, that they are moving they are people that yeah. is frightening I mean he tried to and punch him with that truck awesome. <laughs> and it's it's one of those where the shot is quiet and you just see a hill and mm-hmm. you just see the guy and then all of a sudden just out of nowhere 100 miles an hour truck just yeah flying at you it's it's pretty fantastic it's great but then it's not over because there's another point where <laughs> he's right he rides the dirt bike up alongside the truck. And like, kind of latches onto the side body, and but then like has the like the most horrible time trying to pull himself yeah, up into this truck. Can't, he can't get in for a it's while. It's kind of amazing. Like it only finally happens when this other car hits him from the side and basically gives him the counterweight to just like flip over. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like he's riding in the back of the truck, but then like these two cop cars kind of like try to do the, the the pit maneuver, like the you know the roadblock thing. Yeah. And just I, I don't know exactly front end to front end what happens, but those cars just go. Yeah. They just get flipped all out of crazy. The implication practice. is that he rammed his way through, but they just really just yanked those cars yeah. out of the way. It's it's kind of insane how much they fly back. Yeah. One of them, like, rolls over. Oh, yeah. Which is yeah. like, ooh. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the force that they used to pull those things back was yep. was stronger than what would have happened if the truck had hit him. But right. it's still, you Honestly, know, like, stunts are happening. I almost wonder if those weren't just, like, shells of cars. So, like, just a frame and bodywork and Pretty no much, cause that, seats or anything, because they go flying. Yeah. And it takes a lot of, like, it takes a lot of force to move. I think they just crash through the shells of cars. Maybe. Yeah. Because, like, one of the cop cars that flips over and lands, like, immediately crumples. It's just like, no, right, that car, forget it. Yeah. Um, but eventually the scene ends where they're both in this, like, he's riding in the back of the truck. Or, no, he actually punches his way into the truck. Right. Which just, is the second time oh, he has punched through a window in this scene. Right. Because when the, when the chase starts... And Robert DeVee is about to get out of his car and right. get him. He just fucking punches through the driver's side right. window and through the window punches Robert DeVee. Yep. <laughs> that's when Robert DeVee is like, fuck uh, this. I am going to murder these guys. Yeah. That's what actually caused them to hit the two cop cars as they were fighting over the yeah. wheel. But like they they go through the cop cars and then eventually like there's just this shack. There's a construction site shack that they hit. And of course, that's where all the gasoline and dynamite is kept. Yes. Because like, like napalm, yeah, <laughs> nitroglycerin. Because it's the like three or four stage explosion after they hit this thing. Yes, the explosion explodes at one point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, this whole scene <laughs> is just like right out of our textbook of like this is what you do. Yeah, like there's a stuntman that almost gets fucking eaten. Like there's this barricade that oh, they take God. out that this yeah. stuntman just like because they're supposed to be like a construction worker. They're flagging him down. Like no, but man, they go through that barricade. That dude, he gets hit with the barricade. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, all the stunts happen in yeah. the scene. All of them. So that that was good. Yes, it was. <laughs> um, I don't remember... That, then it's... It, I, it's mean, I, I wasn't trying to do like a... Would we count punching through car windows as a, as a defenestration? I guess whole body gets to go through, not just a punching. Mm. Right. But there's been at least it's three a of those so far. Yeah. There, it, a ministration? Yeah. No, I mean, no. A minifenestration. We're going to make sure that... Minifenestration. We, <laughs> we're not going to... Okay. Yeah. Um, there's been at least three of those so yes. far. Usually self... Several, several have been have been deforestations. Yes, <laughs> right. Yeah, just if there's a window and if these guys are in the scene, one of them's going out that right. window. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Robert Forster's stunt double was a trooper. He went through a lot of windows. Yeah, he sure did. So after the whole car chase, it's basically take the lady to the police station to get her statement in a room full of ten cops. That are all being assholes to her. Yeah, they're all just well because she explains the thing, which is just basically like he's an alien and he's here for his, his keys to his spaceship, which is buried underwater. Yeah. And, and Robert also he's DeVee, a space cop and the other guy's a space criminal. Yeah. And Robert DeVee's just like, Christ, what? <laughs> 
you don't believe this, do you? <laughs> it's just, just constantly, just like, come on, lady, you're a doctor. But Why? then he'll finally like kind of snap and say something quippy, and there's this guy smoking on a pipe in the back of the room. He's just like, <laughs> good one, Saj. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. They cut to him and everything. They give him, a, they framed him specifically mm-hmm. so that he could say, yeah, it's a good one, chief. <laughs> but like he says it like twice in, in the scene, and finally she's just like. You, yeah. like you little asshole. Yeah, what's your name? And he's like, oh, that's why they call you. What was it, like eager, eager, or something like that? Yeah, or something. eager, Rieger. Rieger, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the difference between well, this is one of the finally times she actually almost tells a joke. Brown so nose in her yeah, shithead. Yeah, it's like uh, death, death reception. reception. Yeah, yeah. Well, and he's yeah, like, fuck you. Yeah, good comeback there. Yeah, yeah. good one, chief. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been a response. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but so. Like, she knows that they're both going to eventually regenerate, but she goes home, and then... That's <laughs> that's actually where she meets up with Robert Forrester. Robert Firester at Fierce, this point, because yeah. he is burned to a crisp. He is. And he kidnaps her. Yep. He sits and regenerates after he convinces her to not kill him for a few seconds. Yeah. And then explains the whole, like, no, I'm actually the cop, and he's the criminal. He takes her to, like, a, an abandoned factory of some kind and, and straps her into a car seat. That's in not this. like a not like a children's car no, seat, like an actual seat, seat from a car, out of a car yeah. and seat belts her in, and then it's just like I don't know what that guy told you, but I've been here for twenty years and everything he's saying is bullshit. There's lots of he, us here. Yeah, and he's like spinning his like this was some like you know commune like ref, refugee camp or something like that. He's he's basically in the witness relocation okay, program. He was just like was... my planet sent me here. Um, you know that guy had to learn English by watching your television. I'm speaking it just fine, so obviously we didn't show up at the same time. Um, he's he's looking for that card because it's the identification of who he's supposed to kill. There's another one of us here. Right. He's supposed to kill that person. So you and I have to go stop that guy. Yeah. And, and she's like, Oh, oh yeah, that, yeah. Okay. I this makes sense. I know yeah. where the card is. Well, she's basically like, Yeah, this makes a lot of sense. I'm totally on board with you. Right. Let's let's do this. Um, and that's when first guy you know, ocean alien shows up, <laughs> Townsend shows up at the factory and just immediately starts trying to kill country alien, city alien. <laughs> mm-hmm. starts trying to kill them. Um, and so the movie's like taking this turn of, Oh, okay, well I guess Robert Forster's the good alien. That's let's run around with him for a while and do stuff. Um, yeah, because eventually she's like, I got to get away and I got to go to the morgue. Cause where she, where she's like, I'm going to go find the key card. Yeah. Cause they Cause go he, back he to, gets, he gets fucked up. And she's like, you can't go anywhere while yeah. you're fucked up. They go back to his place. Yeah. Um, because, he he's gotten shot a few times, but he has pumped the other guy full of drug bullets. Drug bullets. <laughs> and this isn't some like jokey name that we have for them. This is the jokey name that the movie has for right. them. Drug bullets. Drug bullets. <laughs> Drillets. <laughs> so they're gonna they're gonna slow that guy down and give them time. Right. <laughs> but he's still kind of fucked up. Needs to regenerate right. again. So she's like, "Well, I give me an hour. I'm gonna go find the key card." Yes. Um, so she slips away and like goes to the morgue and of course it's in his pile of clothes and stuff from when he was on the slab mm-hmm. and gets it and then like almost immediately like she meets up with that guy again Townsend again well she goes back to her car on right. the, oh, that's the right. park yeah, and, Townsend and he the- pops out like hey yeah what's going on where, where where's where's you know uh Paco or whatever the- <laughs> <laughs> Yates Yates, Yates. Okay. <laughs> where's Yates and she's like I don't know he didn't say anything and I, I ditched him and the guy's like oh good let's go let's let's yeah and like we're at this point we the audience have no clue who the good alien is yeah like we're like uh, okay which one is it yeah because she's me like fuck this guy's gonna kill me and and the alien's like you know let's go to a hotel and she's like ah shit all right let's go so they do 
Mm-hmm. Go to a hotel. And uh, <laughs> is this where sexy time happens? Yeah, because what happened? Like something happens where she's like suddenly like I trust you completely again now. They kind of fight for a while, and then dude he spins puts her it, up against the well. He wall. he gives her a bit of information. He spins it like we both went through a black hole time displacement thing, Bob. And but she does she see the newspaper? Is that what it does? Where she's like, she oh, she does he, see the newspaper. Well, he was in the library. That's how he learned how to talk. I, that's what she the makes some weird leaps in logic yeah, combined with his not too convincing uh, time black hole right. thing. Yeah, just watch Interstellar one day. Yeah, and it's like, and then he like pins her against the door, and she's like, "Uh, no, what are you doing? No." And he's like, "You've seen me naked. Yeah, am I <laughs> anatomically <laughs> incorrect?" <laughs> And she's like, why won't you sleep with me? She's like, I, yeah. I'm all into interracial, but not interspecies. No. And he's like, whatever. I'm going to go. Did take she a actually say I'm into interracial? Yeah. Because yeah. there's a problem with this movie for me. And that is like, I just zoned out like a bazillion times. Like, <laughs> I didn't just like, I didn't take a nap. I just. The dialogue scenes are very quiet. I just. It's it's it just really all went white noise. Yeah, it's during. strange how high the action scenes are and how low yeah. the dialogue. If scenes it wasn't are. action, it was just white noise to yeah. me during this movie. Well, but yeah, because her voice. She, is so she, they don't immediately have sexy time. He's trying to have sexy time. She's yeah. like, "Well, you're an alien plus you're a cop, and I did. I was married to a cop, and no." <laughs> yeah, her main argument is that because they've both told her that they're peacemakers. Right. They've both said that to her, and and she now believes that this guy's the peacemaker and Robert Forster's a bad alien. Well, she doesn't yet. I think she's still kind of on the fence about this guy, but she walked outside, sees the newspaper headline of, yeah. of like Robert loses hand in library or whatever it was, <laughs> yes. leaves hand behind. Thief leaves hand, hand in behind. library. And, uh, and, she, and she's LA like, Times. wait, he was in a library and that's how he could learn how to talk. Right. Okay, maybe he was telling the truth. Yeah. So she goes back and immediately, like, he's having a shower and she's just like stripped down in sexy time. Yeah, let's do this. And it becomes this weird, like... Oh, just really weird lit sex scene that's like in like slow motion and then regular motion and the regular motion comes out of nowhere. <laughs> it's 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 all slow and weird and then all of a sudden it's just like bang bang just bang, just bang, all bang, of a sudden bang. just they're going at it. And you're but like, it's also you're like, whoa! <laughs> like it's also in a like a it goes from being in a in a bathroom and a shower mm-hmm. to just being in a dark room with one spotlight. Right, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. It's, they basically went to the in the in the skin set. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Or under, right. the skin, under the skin. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so then, like, it's the next morning, and he just comes in and wakes her up. And, her, like, the first thing she says, two seconds after being asleep, or, you know, waking up, is like, well, talk about a close encounter. <laughs> yeah. It's like, God damn it, lady. <laughs> Why would you wait until morning to to, yeah. to lay down that shitty, shitty yeah. line? Say it right at the end, right before you go to sleep, so you can forget all about it. <laughs> or right before they start, like, mm, or talk about a close encounter. Hump, don't say done. it. Yeah, well, it, that would be the best Because it's choice. also lost on him, and we don't care. Yeah, we, no, no, we totally don't. But yeah, anyway, so. Yeah, they have, uh, they have the sex. Yeah. They E.T. Bones home. Yes, they right. have. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's it. Wrap it up. No more jokes. We are fucking out of jokes. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. But he's like, my clothes all have bullet holes in them from the fighting that I did. I yeah, saw oh, a yeah. store down the street. Give that me sells- money for yeah. new clothes. And she's like, oh, wait, uh, no, I have your key card. And he's like, really? What? <laughs> I'll just hold on to that, too, and I'll see you later. Yeah. So... <laughs> The money's on the dresser. Yeah, right. So for I don't, me, because I need clothes. 
he leaves she gets up and i don't know i don't remember what happens to make her immediately change her tune but she does quickly something happens to where she's just like oh fuck i slept with the wrong alien and she goes to escape and he's just standing there like right in front of the door like going somewhere and kidnaps her again so we're like who what? <laughs> who is the good alien who's the bad what is happening because we still don't know no we don't um so he he's like take me to yates just take me to him so they, they go to his apartment to where he is i don't know what he's doing he's like shaving or fixing his hair or something and they just burst in and immediately start fighting or no they don't start fighting yet it's a it's an illegal alien standoff sorry have some sensitivity chuck jesus oh sorry i'll I'll give you that (laughs) thanks so they're holding guns on each other and robert forrester's like i'm just gonna blow her brains out and you know townsend's like fine i don't care and robert forrester's like good cool (laughs) and starts to and then you know towns is like no 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 fine here shotgun sorry my bluff yeah (laughs) you win you're the more evil of the two because he's like he's like all right right, now turn around slowly yeah yeah (laughs) take off your jacket jacket. yeah Yeah, where'd you get that scar (laughs) van right because she tried to escape (laughs) (laughs) all right there's there's a line he says something like (laughs) what does he say like i think you like got they'll run over or what i went when they Robert when, Forrester pulls a line, he pull, and he's like, "See humor." I've been <laughs> oh, here twenty oh, years. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, "Do you feel a little rundown?" Yeah, rundown. Yeah. yeah, that's a joke. Yeah, yeah. see yeah. humor. Bitch, yeah. I get it. I've been here twenty years. Yeah, because yeah, when she tries to escape from him, she steals a carnation <laughs> delivery truck and basically runs him over, right. but doesn't run him over because he pops up right <laughs> at the end, and they both run into yeah, it. Yeah, that's what it was. You're so he's like, "Where'd you get instant. that scar?" And it's like, "Well, when the van hit me just now." And he's he shoots him in the scar. Yeah, looks like a te- <laughs> looks like a tealing knife. Like, slam. Looks like that. <laughs> and then somehow this fight ends up on the fire escape, like they- because they go out a window. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure he throws Robert Forster's stunt double through another window. Yeah, um, and they all three out end up out on this fire escape, and then Robert Forster p- proceeds to start kind of beat the shit out of our poor lady, like. There's like four or five punches to the face and like a shotgun butt to the face, too. Yeah, because Townsend is dangling yeah, over the side. Dangling, right, and right. so Lady has taken up the fight and Forrester's having none of that and just hits her like four or five times. Finally, with the butt of the shotgun to get her out of the fight, knocks her down. Right. Um, How rude. <laughs> so that the. <laughs> she gets the shotgun. Yeah. And kind of. <sighs> She shoots him in like the stomach again. Again, not, not everyone's getting shot in the stomach, and then that's when guy comes over the railing with his gun, right? And just blam, shoots a guy in the forehead. Right. He goes back into the the sign of this building. Yeah, it's not a neon sign, but it's like a big light, it's light sign. One of those old, f- yeah. filled with explosive fluorescent tubes. Because yeah, I just it sets off every Roman candle in the city. <laughs> well, yes, <laughs> which have been precariously packed into a giant sign for some reason. It's just you um, know, one he, real this quick. Is how, you know, like you know, this is just. I know it's, it's how it happens. I know it's, it's, it's shitty New York no, it's or shitty, shitty LA. LA. Shitty LA. Shitty LA. Um, but LA. if we could take a quick, like, two steps back. Uh-huh. When he shoots him in the forehead, yeah. he puts the gun, like, 
not perpendicular to it's, the front of his head, it but kinda parallel is. with the front of his head. It's yeah, it's and like, he's like, and he just it's weird. It looks weird, and it, it does look weird. In but a movie also, that does things, that's why Robert Forrester's not Brandon Lee. Yeah. Well, yes, yeah. but I mean, you, I'm just saying. Yeah. Some people knew this. Some people didn't. Yeah. Like I, I know that in in 1990, I know that they probably knew how blanks worked. Mm-hmm. Um, at least some people did. And that they could still fucking kill you, but, you know, have a fake Robert Forster head or something. Um, but anyway, that yes. was just, that just yes, looked really weird. And in a movie where they do a lot of good stuff with with the the gun work and the... Other than scratching um, people with it and poking them in the face when they're talking. Robert V consoles well, the girl at one point by rubbing his gun, gun on well, her no, face. Well, yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> what I mean is, like, when they shoot people, right, it looks yes. good in this movie. Yeah, okay, yeah. When they hit somebody with a car, it looks... Pretty, pretty good, good. Yeah. except for when Robert Forster pogo's off screen. Pretty much, <laughs> hey pogo's man, into they're that not band. used to that gravity. Yeah, <laughs> um, but, but anyway, basically, anyway. before like before they got out onto the the fire escape, uh-huh. it, it, Robert Forster basically says, "Yeah, I came through a black hole and and came out twenty years before he got here. I've been here for twenty years." I'm really the bad guy. Right. Let's do uh-huh. this. <laughs> so every idiotic I thought the gun thing, turn on him onto her was pretty much the clue of like, yes, I'm the bad guy. Yeah, but we still had to clear up. Is there like a third alien here? Right. What no, What's all that? No, it's just Robert Forrester's like, yeah, I'm totally the bad guy. Yes. <laughs> That's what's happening. I'm the bad guy. Yeah. So yeah. he goes flying back into the sign, sits there for a while while it explodes, and then finally flies out the backside, mm-hmm. fully inflamed. <laughs> <laughs> right. Another Robert Forrester fire. And... <laughs> Only you can prevent Robert Forrester fires. <laughs> yeah. I think he made that joke earlier. I think Harlow made that joke earlier. Um, well, let's, whoever wants to <laughs> take credit for it. Whatever. But so just flaming Robert Forrester is falling off this building, <laughs> hits the pavement, and fucking explodes. <laughs> just like you see pants fly off. <laughs> <laughs> he does. This is, I, I will say, out, out of, what, 285 episodes, this is the only second time a human has actually exploded with no reason to have anything actually Well, not a them. human. Yes. Well, okay, a humanoid. The other one okay. was a uh, okay. evil, like, demonic witch, too, oh, right. and Curl, so. Yeah. But yeah, man, he's on fire, hits the pavement, and just... <laughs> just, just fucking explodes. Like, yeah. <laughs> like a grenade, just yeah. boom. Yep. Yep. And so she explains to the police that obviously the other guy, Robert Forrester, died in the the shed fire explosion. The other guy must have gotten out somehow, but he's now dead, of course, and right. in the morgue. Right. So she goes to the morgue and pulls out the drawer, and he's like, oh, hey. Yeah, what's up? Let's go to the beach again. Yep. Long she gives him the key card. Mm-hmm. They go to the beach. And they say goodbye he's like, like bye. 16 times. <laughs> yep. <laughs> She's like, you son of a bitch, space cop. Yeah, you're leaving because you're a jerk cop, and I hate cops. Yeah. He's like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Don't go, space shame. That's what Don't I do. Go. Yeah, space. <laughs> Spain. Spain. <laughs> Don't go, Spain. <laughs> Don't go, Spain. Um. So she kind of walks Spain. away, looks back. He's there. Looks back again. He's not there. Yep. He has dived He's space, into the ocean. Space vanished. <laughs> dove into the ocean. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dived. He's gone. He went home. Took the ET plunge. I can't use two ET jokes. Damn it. Oh, no. That's <laughs> Sorry, a good one, though. No. Disqualified. <laughs> no, no, no. I think ET plunge. I think it's qualified. ET plunge. I like it. Approved. All right. Fine. All right. Yeah. So that then credits roll. 
with that unconvincing end credits music. Like, yeah. the guy was no longer interested in selling the nope. movie at that point. Nope. Just no, like, he, he spent it all in the beginning. Yeah, it's like, well, let's just make some sounds. <laughs> everything I have. <laughs> yeah. Promptly retired. It's just... It's just a lot of that. So, yeah, no Stargroves or anything like that. Nah. No? I think we're going to regular ratings. Yes, it's it time. Is. Yes, it is. Time. Um... Can go ahead and rate it. I'm, I'm on like I, I during that uh, stunt extravaganza, spectacular extravaganza. Spectacular Would you like ganza, for me to tell the audience what you declared it during that? Story? I believe I immediately said it was a five jocks movie. You did <laughs> it? It really only had to go down from there. Um, but it, in the end, it is not a five jocks movie. It is a four jocks correct. movie. Mm. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go ahead and that that stunt spectacular is strong enough, and there's enough stupid things that I really love in this movie but like man you're kind of right like every time it's just talking and every time she's unfortunately basically having to drive the dialogue because other guy is talking you know like chunk and or sloth and, or both yeah a little bit of, a little <laughs> bit of both yeah yeah um I it's just it's kind of painful but mm. like the good bits are so good and like I would this would be a, a an amazing double feature with I come in peace just absolutely great. Like, just watch these two movies. Like, I'd say watch this one first and finish with I Come in Peace because that, I mean, I Come in Peace just ends on that, like, fuck yeah. Yeah. This doesn't quite end that strong. But that middle stunt spectacular is. It's one of those great. misplaced action scenes that's better than anything that comes after it. Yeah. Which the stuff that comes after it is fine. I mean, like, the whole thing through the sign is pretty good, but it's not as good as Robert Forster trying to murder him with that truck at one point. Nope. So, yeah, that, that car chase. Oof. Good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Looking right. at me like I need to go. Um, so I will. <laughs> Good. Like I mentioned earlier, there were a lot of moments in this movie where I just zoned out. I'd say probably about a third of the movie just fuzzed into white noise for me. It didn't even happen. Um, which is which is weird. Like I said, because I you know didn't fall asleep. I was awake. Just. None of it registered in my brain. It mm -hmm. could be the caffeine. It could just be the fact that it was really that inconsequential. But the other two-thirds of this movie was rather exciting. Like, that that stunt spectacularganza uh, was was right out of a Five Jocks movie. Yeah. Um, the stupid one-liners were... Stupid. They were really stupid, but they were... And they were grown worthy, but they were sort of endearing in a way. <laughs> um, so it's it's weird. It's it's kind of a hard to place movie for me because, you know, like I said, one third of it didn't even happen. Like does not matter at all. Right. Um, but the parts that do matter are pretty good. Mm -hmm. So I can't. I don't know if I can give it a four. Like I'm trying to figure it out whether I'm at a three or a four and. For the stunt spectacularganza, I'll give it a. I'll go ahead and give it a four. All right. But I may. I reserve the right to revise. You know, my rating <laughs> at any time and and give, and knock it back down to a three. I see. Um, it's definitely definitely something you should watch though, and I I agree with Harlow. If you um if you hit the this and then um I come in peace, I think that's a good double feature. It's you know it's alien bounty hunters. Right. Uh. Teaming up with a human, and this one's this one's a little. It's got a little bit of a nicer twist to it. It's you know, it's it's a mystery. You don't know you don't know who's who's <laughs> right. the bad guy and who's not. So yeah. it's like the first twenty minutes of Terminator Two. Yeah, the year before Terminator Two. Right. 
So it's fun. So uh, four jocks. A tentative four jocks. A tentative jocks. four jocks. All right. Fair enough. Uh, I am also going to give it four jocks, but I am firm on my four jocks. Mm, nice um, firm. I like a good firm four jocks. <laughs> I bet you do. It's, I mean, I, I, for all the reasons that we said it's not a five jocks movie is true. It's like sometimes you just get to a scene of dialogue and you're just like, wow, this movie just completely screeched to a halt. This is like an entirely different movie. It's, it's not in any way compelling, but it, it's remarkable how much of the action is on par with bigger budgeted movies from the time. Um, I mean, like you look at this and Liberty and Bash, which is another movie that came out the same year, and one had absolutely no fucking idea what to do in terms of action, and this movie totally had a clue. Like they, they're just like employ a bunch of stuntmen and try to murder them, and people will love that, you know. And I like some of the stagings of the fights. I thought were interesting. Like I liked when the two of them were fighting in her house, and uh, Robert Forrester shoots. Uh, Townsend in the stomach twice and then just proceeds to punch him in the bullet wound over and over again. <laughs> yes. I, I, you know, that kind of thing is like, yeah, that's what I would do if someone was shot. Punch him in their fucking bullet wound. <laughs> just keep pounding on that guy. Um, I thought it was also smart, you know, to take a cue from Liberty and Bash and not include the alien abortion side plot that would have taken up the entire second yeah, and that, third act of yeah, the movie. Yeah, she's going to have some issues yeah. <laughs> in the next yeah. few months. Um yeah, the the whole. I don't know if you wore a space condom. <laughs> I, I kind of that that whole love scene, all that stuff. That they were going for like a Starman thing, and it's like no, you can't. No, you just no. They shouldn't have done that. Just a boy. <laughs> so, but other than that, it, it's one of those things where it's like this movie came out of nowhere, never heard of it before, and it's just like wow, that's that's yeah. something pretty good. This should probably so, be seen by more people. Yeah, yeah I don't know why it. It hasn't. Uh, I mean, it's got no traction, traction at all. Yeah. Like, no one talks about this movie. No, just next week, it's gonna it's gonna play at the fucking Alamo oh, sure. draft Alamo house. Will be like, hey, and check there this will shit be out. A, and the day after that, there'll be a riff tracks for <laughs> yeah. it. But um, and we I will did get none of the attention. I did find out like during this, like the guy who directed it also directed like the first two Witchboard movies, which I saw recently, and those are really strong. What's a witch board? <laughs> like a Ouija board? Yeah. Like a Ouija board? Yeah. Like a witcher board? Um, and they also have some pretty insane car stunts in them. So, I mean, this guy's like, I don't care. Punch up this movie with some car stunts. So, you cannot state enough how amazing that Can scene I just, is. like, <laughs> a lot of movies, like, of this budget and of this sort of style, like, when you have those 70s Ford LTDs or Crown Vicks or whichever they are, um, like, sliding all over the place... They do the thing where they, like, take a turn, and they just fishtail really bad, and then sort of drive. These cars actually fucking turn. They, yeah. they drift through the turns nicely. So, the, like, the stunt drivers for this for this movie, mm-hmm. good job. They were aces. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they were. They were very good. So. I, it's little things like that go a long way with me. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's take a break, shall we? Okie dokie. All right. All 
right, and welcome back. Hey, hey Bamcast. Second Bamf-cast. half. Bamcast. We're here for the second half. We yeah. sure are. So let's talk about stuff. Uh, who's uh, got movies? Who's got I think Chuck and I saw movies. a brand spanking new movie. <laughs> Very newest movie. What'd you see? Movie. Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Ooh, Rogue Nation. Yes. <laughs> yes. Rogue Nation. Starring. <laughs> Starring the man who runs. Yes. Towards the camera. He does run a lot in Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Always on the run. How mm-hmm. was it? I enjoyed it. I Thanks. Thought it was pretty on. fantastic. I don't yeah. think it's as good as three. I thought in some ways it kind of aped three. Like there's some stuff that really makes three really strong and this movie kind of aped it a little bit. Not as good. Was it apes? No, there were no apes. Okay. But uh, I don't know. It. It's it's. I keep wanting to call that movie kind of quiet. Like its action scenes are set. All all of the action scenes in that movie are incredibly well thought out. Uh Like the amount of detail and thought that went into constructing those scenes is pretty smart. Yes. But several of them are in situations that are quiet and it's, it's interesting. They're not really like high octane action sequences. I mean, that's the thing is like, I feel like, I mean, Mission Impossible is very much now since three has taken up the the moniker of this is your American James Bond movies. Oh, I yes, and it's it, it's weird. I how mean, mu- like Bourne tried to, and I, I just think you know, I, I personally I think like the whole Greengrass thing got a little too like a little too real. Like, yeah. I mean, that just it fell to me. It fell into that realm of like you know what people were. Some people complain about Batman. Like it's too real. Like okay, you know, like I need some Bond's supposed to be fun. You know, it's supposed right. to be like. I can't just I I can't imagine even a, a highly trained person to be able to do that, and that's what Mission Impossible brings. Is like we have cool ass gadgets, unlimited funding, and people who happen to be re- really good at this shit. Yeah, I I did like that. Unlike the recent James Bond movies, this movie will embrace its theme, mm-hmm. and like when something cool happens, we'll play like the few notes of the Mission Impossible theme. Right. You know, unlike the Bond series, which for some reason just will refuse to acknowledge that it has the coolest music ever. Aren't they right. starting to do that again? Didn't didn't they do it? They did a little bit of it, bit of it in Skyfall, in but Skyfall. not yeah. enough. This movie is just like Tom Cruise does something cool and hit, man, hit them Mission Impossible notes like you just picked up a, a gadget in a Mission Impossible game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is the best thing about those Bond games. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes, I want that in my movies and they won't they won't do it. Um but yeah, but I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. Is I feel like I feel like Mission Impossible, that that series took the reins where Bourne kind of failed. Also, mm-hmm. Bourne was always about like kind of his personal struggle. He wasn't generally overcoming some nationwide or you know global domination plot or something. Right. Whereas you know Mission Impossible was all about that. Mm-hmm. So, no, yeah. I, I've enjoyed the series for the most part. Um, I, I like I like looking at Tom Cruise in these things. I like mm-hmm. watching like. He's what handsome, man. stunts that man is doing and how he should really be old by now and why isn't he? Um, I spent a lot of time just Fatons. studying his face. Like, why is your face not aging? <laughs> What's happening? Um, is it Thetan or Thetan? Either one. It's, that's why. Okay. That's that why he's not aging. Flowing through him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's all very kind of credible, the things that are happening, as incredible as they are. Um I, I think the action is better than the story. I think the story is kind of like, what is... Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, I thought the bad guy was very capable, and I, I love... 
like I love the comeuppance the guy gets by the end. Yes. And, and I also love the fact like, all right, so I'm going to, unfortunately, I'm going to transcend my, a little bit of talk about this movie into my next one. So feel free. They're, they're interchangeable. But okay. one of the other things I watched is I went back because I remember all the Mission Impossibles very well, except for two. Mm-hmm. I just remember I always hated two. I mm-hmm. give two a chance every once in a while and I always fucking hate it. Yeah. And now I finally like directly coming off of, of Rogue Nation. I can confirm 100% why I hate that movie. Okay. Um, number one, it, it's just why it suddenly became a, a Michael Bay, John Woo action movie mm-hmm. makes no fucking sense. Because and, John Woo? I, yes, but I don't <laughs> understand like why why nobody tried to rein him in and say, like, dude, this is a spy movie, not fucking Bad Boys 2 here. You know? They were trying to find... It, it's funny how completely different the first three Mission Impossibles are. Like, they might as well be three different film series. They're so different. Yeah, I... Tonally, I mean... Tonally, like, sure, I suppose. But, like, I mean, this is going to be the weirdest criticism because, I mean, maybe I need to go back... I do remember some aspects of the first one getting under my skin a little bit, like this one, but um, one had it in some regards because um, the French lady, I can't remember her name that was in the first one, uh-huh. like, is a little bit damsel and distressy yeah. at times. Yeah. But Thandie Newton in the second one, Jesus fucking Christ, does that piss me off? Yeah. Like, they bring her in. They're like, she's a badass. She's going to do all these things. No, nope, we recruited her because she's the ex-girlfriend of the bad guy. Ha <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that is so fucking egregious. And then they just, like, yeah. put her in, like, all these, like, help rescue me, I can't do anything situations for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Compare that to Rogue Nation, where the lady is every bit as badass as Tom Cruise. Yeah. I mean, and it's just like, yes. Like, I, I mean, I just feel like in these kind of series of movies, we have to be past this. I mean, I understand a situation like night and day works for me mm-hmm. because she's just a regular person right? caught up in this. Yep. So it's not the fact that she's a woman. It's because you are not trained to do any of this crazy flippy shit that I'm doing. I might as well be the yeah. Cameron Diaz character right. in that. Exactly. It's like, that's I don't I'm know saying. any of that. So like that, that's fine. Or like in Mission Impossible 3, when, you know, when the fiance girlfriend gets involved, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, well, of course she's a damsel in distress. She can't do anything. She's right. just a regular person. Didn't right. even know he was crazy super spy. <laughs> but like, I mean, at least you had, you know, Felicity finally being a spy in, in Mission Impossible 3. So you had, I, I just say like going back and watching this, it's like, it, it's so from a different time, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know, just the, like the way they treat her throughout that whole movie is so gross. <laughs> like they, I, they, I don't disagree with you. They barely, I mean, they like the only thing they give her like redemption wise is like that. She's pretty good at keeping her cover at times, you know, like in the stress, she doesn't lose her shit. Like when it's stressful, like when they're trying to pass messages and stuff, she's, you know, but otherwise she's like, all right, I'll be here. Come save me. Yeah. You know, it's like you're a goddamn cat burglar. You can escape. That should be your specialty. Yeah, getting in is kind of like getting thing. out. You know, just yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's kind of strange how short a period of time that was ago, but to have things be mentalities be so drastically different right. that, that when you can go back and look at it and go, oh god, just you know, this is straight up embarrassing. It is. I mean, like I said, it just. It, I don't know. I, I just, like I said, there's, I just find nothing really to like about the movie. I mean, I guess, like, there's a couple of shots that, like, look cool on paper, I think. Yeah. And, like, could look cool if they weren't, in like, straight in that movie. Like, it just makes no sense to see Tom Cruise, like, with his... I mean, he's also, like, going that... Like, it was, like, semi-weird, long, kind of long hair Tom Cruise style. And mm-hmm. It's just... It was all... All of it's weird. Like... Yeah. He's complete defying gravity at one point in time. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. There's like, lots he, of gravity. He just, he's, like, running face first towards a person, and then, like, somehow... Yeah. Reverse kicks. And I'm like, 
all right, fucking wire foo, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Still don't like Mission Impossible 2. That's never, probably never going to change. Okay. But yeah, the, the fifth one is good. Yes, it's, it it's is. It's solidly entertaining. It is, you know, I mean, it is pretty much exactly what you want that movie to be. Yeah. It, quippy at times and and man it it's <laughs> it always entertains me how tom cruise is kind of like the jackie chan of this period of time to where he will be surprised that he didn't just die whatever stunt just happened he will have this look <laughs> on his face like holy god i'm still alive i am the best but how did i do that he, he constantly has this look of like almost falling out of a 20 story building and just being like oh wow i should really slow down but nah let's <laughs> and what's what's all right so the other thing that's weird is like you know we saw basically superhero tom cruise in mission impossible 2 yeah i mean he literally could not be killed or yes. touched or anything right and then like you know he's still doing cool things by the new ones but like they decided to like turn up his hype team to 11 by now the speech alec baldwin gives who's not even on his side <laughs> alec baldwin gives a speech for tom cruise's character that is just the best i mean it is the best hype speech you've ever heard i don't know john wicks was pretty good by the bad guy <laughs> but oh, well, it, it's, I, it's it's it's, it's yeah, similar I mean, level where yeah he he's he's destiny incarnate he says <laughs> i mean he's just like He's just warning another dude that Ethan Hunt is coming, and he's just like, that dude is destiny incarnate. He will fuck you up. Yep. And he's not even a fan. <laughs> yep. It's so strange. Yep. Um, yeah. Just all the pieces fall right into place in that movie. I, I didn't have any problems with it. Yeah. And car chase. Wow. The car, car slash motorcycle chase that you see parts of in the trailer. Yeah. Is might have just it jumped probably at least in my top 10 if not top 5 best car chases of all time pretty good yeah, car chase a little bit of that, that I saw in the trailer actually looked really good it like, has a that's really, something that really I, good sense of speed like yep. that's a, something that's usually missing in a lot of car chases yeah yeah I mean I totally felt like Tom Cruise was in the Grand Prix I mean he was I don't know they're they're really good at, at putting him into situations and making it look like he is you know flat out doing it you know Tom Cruise has been doing Mission Impossibles for 20 years now I know yep yeah it's really weird. That's crazy. Also, his last like ten movies have all been like stunt spectaculars. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> and he's always flying around, getting explosions going off behind yeah. him, and um, and singing f- to ass. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that first Mission Impossible was the first movie that he produced. Well, there you go. Good to know. There you go. Speaking of producing, this movie starts with like six production companies logos. That shit needs to be reined in. Put them all on one screen. Give me a quad shot of all the logos. Because nope, nope, can't do that. They'll all get pissy with each other. I thought the theme was going to run out before the movie started. I was like, they're really stretching out the like the, <laughs> the fuse <laughs> lighting part to get to the you know the kick mm-hmm. in, <laughs> just dragging it out and dragging it out. And like by the time the fifth logo came up, I'm like, okay, <laughs> was it was it Wicker Man that had like 37 uh, in front yeah, of it? Yeah, it's always a running joke with us. <laughs> so. But yeah, but I mean, you know, you got bad robot because jj Abrams still somewhere attached to this universe that he set up and yeah you know, it's just like all of these things yeah so do we think mission impossible one would be the most misogynistic of all of them it's brian de palma so oh yeah obviously yeah maybe i have to go back and rewatch it that might one. be it it's might just be. that movie is so remembering. damn confusing you're like i don't know is that massage I, I don't know maybe that's because she was dressed up as him and he i don't know yeah 
Masks. That was the other, oh my god, there's so many mask swaps in Men Mission Impossible too. Yeah. It's like every oh, few yeah. seconds. It's like Dude, <laughs> oh, geez, yeah. Yes, it's kind of to to the point where I kept watching this one figuring everyone was someone else. Right. <laughs> yeah. So but Good now, time. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a strange year for like to break out female performances. Like yeah. is it Rebecca Ferguson? Like I I'm, I'm assuming she's been in other things. This is the first time I've ever seen her. It's yeah. Like, I don't Holy know. shit! Who are you? I'm gonna now see every movie you're in. And yeah. same thing with uh, Alicia Vikander. I think I say last the one that was in Ex Machina. Oh right. So, like I've been in a ton of foreign movies that I haven't seen. And it's like okay, you know. Yeah. Good first effort for mainstream breakthrough. Yeah. Yeah, movies are good, you guys. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. Huh. This summer in particular has been pretty good. I watched some others. What else did you watch? Speaking of summer. Uh-oh, what? what? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> oh, so are we segueing? Yeah, I'm going to segue. All right. Did you? Did you? I didn't. I haven't done that yet. Okay. I have. Have you? I'm assuming what you're about to talk about. I know segues. Go for it. talking about TV and films Wet Hot American Summer starring everyone in the fucking world. Well, I wasn't in them. Uh, yeah, but you're not in the fucking world. Oh. Yeah, you're just in the regular world. Oh, well, that snap. Makes, that makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, get used to it. Um, it's not something you can... You can't just graduate from regular world to fucking world. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. It's, well. it's I can't. It's... Right. Anyhow. Um, <laughs> Disney's Wet Hot American Summer. Right. I mean... Yes. TV's... Uh, I mean, Netflix's Wet Hot American Summer. Mm-hmm. I mean, film's Wet sure. Hot American Summer. Um. So, I binged on a lot of television this weekend. I caught up on all of the things that I hadn't uh, hadn't really finished, with the exception of like Mad Men. Okay. Um, so, like all the new net all the Netflix shows that have come out in the last year, with the exception of Daredevil and a bunch of other TV shit. Um, but I also like I got to the end of it, and I'm like, oh, what's this Wet Hot American Summer that? Netflix is really, 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 really trying to get me to watch. Really? Because when I went on my app, I couldn't find it for a while. Really? <laughs> I was like, I want to watch this on Friday. Where the fuck is it? I just want to say that I went to search for something in Netflix, put the letter C in, and that was the first thing that popped up. It was like, you'd like Wet Hot American Summer. <laughs> you know what was, what was happening to me was it was trying to run a trailer for Wet Hot American Summer yeah. before anything i watched oh, okay. like i'd launch the app and go into something and be like dun, 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 dun. i'm like no why is there a commercial on my netflix oh it's a netflix tv show it haunted me yeah and so it was like it hey you. don't you want to watch this and i'm like okay fine just to get it off the fucking screen mm-hmm. i'm gonna watch it so be and i hadn't seen what hot american summer the film okay ever ever oh, okay yeah right. so, it's, so did you watch you watch i watched them, them in no i watched them in chronological order you oh god you prequel series and dumbass <laughs> why, <laughs> why didn't, did you do that I didn't, because i didn't know all right i had no idea until okay. i watched this and i'm like wasn't that a movie <laughs> and then i looked it up and i'm like oh yes it was a movie all right, so i'll watch it I will now probably never find anyone how was it to do it that way weird all right <laughs> but but it's sort of like it follows well because you're like, oh, well, there's the guy that did that. And that's why these these pieces are in, in place. Mm-hmm. And it didn't like it felt a little forced. Like it, it it did feel a little bit like they. OK, I know that they did it this way, that they filmed the movie and then 10 years later did the TV series. But it felt like they it did feel like they were, you know, they were a little bit um, out of sync. But. And like there was a bunch of shit that was forced, but it's also to be fair, it's like fifteen years. Yeah, 15, it's a while. What was yeah. it? Ninety nine? No, what it was like. I think it was two thousand one. 
I think so it's right at 15, I believe. Wow. Or close to it, you know. So you marathoned it, Harlow? Uh, yeah, the, the 2001. Series. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I've seen the, I mean, yeah, I watched the whole series. I, yeah. I'd seen the movie before. I watched the whole series as well. Before y'all get too deep into it, I haven't watched it yet, too but it's, it's on my agenda. Okay. Um, I, I was super let down with Arrested Development. Not really? necessarily with the content, but how it was like shots were green screened and you could tell like that guy was only available for a day. And meanwhile, Jeffrey Tambor was available like 24 seven for four months straight because he, so was, he in was in everything. every scene. Yeah. Um, Is there it does it does this feel that way? It actually directly acknowledges. It. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> and, and maybe the best way possible. All right. Super. Also, the fact that like maybe their biggest star is couldn't wasn't available for very long. So they I was a, wondering about that. Took a portion to. <laughs> well, maybe. Well, I guess I guess they have two big stars yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, one of them was like. I don't know if I want to spoil okay, the joke. No, it's just, did, yeah. you, you've told me all I yeah. need to know. Okay. The, all right. There's a running joke about that specifically. Okay, yeah. good. Okay, fine. That's good. So, okay. Yep. Go on. Not having had the primer of the movie, mm-hmm. it's kind of awkward. Like, a lot of stuff is like, what the fuck is going on in this world? Why the fuck is this go? Like, what? <laughs> what? To be where fair, in the, the movie was kind of like world, that. Like, why are these 35-year-old people <laughs> playing? And and then I kind of, like, I looked at it. I'm like, okay, it's supposed yeah, to be a prequel. Now it's more right, like 48-year-old right. people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. you're, you're right. actually right. I'm They're 16. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, they make a direct allusion yeah. to one of, to, to something like yeah, that. Yeah, Amy Poehler's standing there going, no, I'm only 16. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, towards the, towards the end. Yeah. Oh, man. She's like... <laughs> yeah. So it's funny and it's it's one of those things that feels like a really weird sketch comedy routine that goes on for 6 hours. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, kind of is. And then and then the movie feels like a weird sketch comedy routine that also goes on for 6 hours even though it's only like an hour and a half. Um I will say I think overall the I feel like personally the series was like I enjoyed it more than the than the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there's I think there's something about long form. I mean the, the ability to develop things over over a long form um, tends to win out when you when you have competent people doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie felt like a nice like at least for me because I hadn't seen it. The movie felt like a nice like sort of way to tie everything together. Like this is why these jokes that they're alluding to <laughs> from the future past are funny. Uh-huh. Um, and then there are things like, uh, um, like Bradley Cooper and Michael Ian Black, like with their characters. I'm like, Oh yeah, obviously they're, you know, that's, it spoiled <laughs> that joke for me. Sure. But yeah, like I knew their origin story at least, mm-hmm. which is funny. Um, <laughs> They're very talented. Yeah, it's it's so weird though. It's it's like it it was it's very much like doing some sort of strange, very strange drug that ages people in like inconsistently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, a joke they make. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Harlow, I I think we need to hear your perspective because you yeah, are you, you are in on the joke. You I, I properly. Was, I was yeah. in on the joke. I've been on, in on the joke for uh-huh. a while. Um. I think the series is really good. Like, I mean, I still vastly prefer the movie, mm-hmm. but that's just because I think, like, I don't know. Like, all right, 
You think the joke only works for an hour and a half as opposed well, no, to... No, no, I, th- I just think it's like... Or doesn't work as well. I think well. the originality of the movie speaks higher than the like the, the, the comedy sequel thing of like, we have to make allusions to the things we've done before. Granted, sometimes they do it really, really well. Like some of the jokes are really funny because of that. But then like, I'm just generally a fan more of comedy that's a original feeling, you know, whereas like they're just like, not well, referencing, yeah, not referencing something you know that's right. technically in the future, you know, or <laughs> and th- yeah. that's I think that's the thing that m- makes some of that funny to me yeah. is that it's. No, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the series a lot. I just like I said, I think I, I mean, I just remember going back and like seeing the movie the first time. Like it is just so out there that like I was like, what the fuck? Like when they decided to go to town, that whole sequence <laughs> that was, was just yeah. like that, and then they come back and was like, well, that was a fun, that was yeah. a fun hour. <laughs> How was it? It's really great to go into town, even if you just have an, an hour. hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. There's there's a lot of things about the uh, the the movie that I really like. So. The fact that they clip through just one day, mm-hmm. and as like in both the movie and the series, the amount of shit that happens in one day is just impossible, mm-hmm. but also fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, because um, they in the in the series they're casting like a Broadway play for the first day of summer camp. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to do like, it's going to be a Broadway musical. We're going to cast, we're going to, we're going to do the entire thing from beginning to end. Uh, all the rehearsals, all the casting, all the costuming in one day. <laughs> and they like recast the thing entirely halfway through the day. And it's, it's, it's ludicrous. It's um, somewhat similar to the talent show, but also completely different. Um, they should watch it. Yeah, I'm totally gonna. Have you seen the movie? Right? Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I love the movie. And it, it again was one of those things where it's like, oh, this is just gonna be like a summer camp comedy, and you're like not expecting it to to go all the places that it went. I I did because I was a fan of the state. So yeah, but I mean, like around that time, there were a lot of movies like that. There right. were just like these weird. It was like that was the hot thing for some reason to make summer camp movies. There were like three or four of them, and that one kind of got lumped in with it. So sure. But I do like David Wayne, so I think his sense of humor is on par with my sensibilities. Mm-hmm. So there's a really good joke that I almost want to spoil because it has absolutely nothing to do with the plot. It's just one of those great jokes of like pointing out movie st- stupid, uh, I don't know, stereotypes in movies or you know things that people do all the time in a movie and no one questions it. Yeah, and they they point it out and it's just like yeah, that's always done. <laughs> I hint. She gives him a present. And I'm just gonna I'm gonna spoil the fucking joke. Whatever. Like you know how people in movies they get a present and it's wrapped like a shoebox, right? Yeah. You know, so yeah, like opens mm-hmm. it and you like lift it up and it's like a shoebox. Like that's a really weird way to wrap it. And he's like, it's yeah, it's good for multiple takes. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of mumbles. <laughs> yeah. That's so, yeah, yeah. I must have missed that. Yeah, I'm just saying. So. Like that's that's really good because you know, a good joke, right? Who wraps hmm. presents like this? Yeah. <laughs> So recommended, both of you. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, you should probably watch it in the quote-unquote correct order. Not I, the there's no other way I can because yeah. I've seen the movie right. already. That's so. well, that's not just for you oh, for the oh, for God. the uh, listeners. Sure. Hey, hey, folks. Hey, <laughs> do yourself a favor. Pro, pro tip. <laughs> yeah, watch yeah. it in correct order, not or watch it in release order, not chronological yeah. order. Gotcha. I guess the other thing, the mild thing that bothered me about the series per se is like it was kind of like you're kind of just like waiting for the next cameo sometimes. Because there's so many other people that decide yeah. to join in the party. I guess. I mean, it just sometimes that that can get a little to me where it's just like I don't know. It's, 
Kind like, like uh, this, who's kind this like going to be? It's kind of like the Saturday Night Live specials where it's like, oh, you know, they're not going to write their regular, you know, funny sketches. It's going to be like, <laughs> well, what about you, Mr. Hornswoggle, who walks in and he's like, ah, oh, that's me, and I'm, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, look, look, it's yeah. TV's John Hamm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it spoilers to talk about somebody who's part of the cast? I don't know. Were they in the movie? Uh, yes. <laughs> who? H. Uh, John Benjamin. Yeah, he was in the movies. Yeah. Much smaller part. Yeah, yes, much, much smaller. Like that <laughs> is one of tiny. the weirdest. Like that's the first time I've ever looked at his face because I didn't really want to know what his face looked like, oh. mm-hmm. and it was a surprise to me because it they don't bill him like anywhere from first to like thirtieth, um, and he comes out and it's the Archer slash uh, Bob yeah voice. I'm like. What? <laughs> Why did they dub H. John Benjamin's voice onto this guy? Um, yeah. and that really threw me for a for a loop. That was so you like, never seen him before. Never. Oh, okay. Absolutely never. And I never, I never really wanted to because I like that that voice looks like Sterling Archer or Bob. Um, or for us people that have been around a lot longer, a can of vegetables. A can of vegetables, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, his voice as the can of vegetables in the film is i mean obviously it's 14 years ago so his voice is a little bit different but it's like different enough that you might not like if if you're not paying attention you wouldn't notice it and i didn't see him in the credits either in the film oh it was definitely him i remember one of the last i know i know it's him like because i went back and watched the movie after archer i was like oh hey i didn't remember that was him yeah like i i know it's him because he has even though it's it's different, it's distinct. Um, but he's not like he's not billed as he's he's not even in the cast list. Um, he's it's probably on IMDb, but I didn't look there. Um, <laughs> but it was a, it was a really weird thing, and I'm like, what the f- who what yeah why is H John Benjamin in this? Why is his face in this? <laughs> like <laughs> why is why are why you on? Why film? is your face here? <laughs> Get your face now. out of here! I've never seen him on. Well, I might have. I mean, but um, you should really check out IMDb. <laughs> right, I've heard <laughs> it's of got that a site. list of things that you might go. Oh yeah, uh, uh, that's weird. <laughs> well, I don't remember hearing that voice. Like he that. Gotcha. Like I said, the voice is distinct for me. So, um, <laughs> but it's just it's weird that. They, it was weird to me that they had his face in there. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Why did they do this? And he's he's an okay actor, I guess. He he does okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's all right. He's that's good. Yeah. So, um, but anyhow, briefly, I want to talk while we're uh, on, on TV corner. Yeah. Um, I, well, I don't know if I ever mentioned it, but I finished uh, all of Californication. Oh, I think, okay. I think, did I mention I started watching it? You and I talked about it. Uh, okay. Well, all right. So on the podcast for record, I some years ago I watched I was watching Californication. And I forgot where I stopped watching it, and I decided I want to watch it again. But rather than try to figure out what it was, I just decided to start all the way over and sure. pretty much binge binge watch the entire thing. Uh, it's a great show. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's definitely like a writer's show. You know, it's just full of great lines and good writing. Mm-hmm. Um, but excuse me, excuse me. that show absolutely should have ended at season six. Like, I mean, how many seasons is it? It's seven. Oh, okay. So seven like, should not have happened. It's a fine. It's an okay season. It's just the ending of season six is so tonally perfect. Like I've never seen. Like knowing there was another season really hurt because like if I'd been watching it, I'd been like, oh, just in the show right now. Like mm-hmm. you have to end it here. But yeah. it didn't. I don't know. And the the ending they give him is fine. It's just like I I'm a big fan of like 
Sopranos kind of ambiguous sort of endings, and mm-hmm. it's and it's just ambiguous enough. I'm like, that's perfect. Like, cut, print. Right. Like, we're done. Like, walk away from the show right now. But they didn't. Oh. They X-filed it just a little too long. Yeah, that's too bad. So he wasn't in, in season seven. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they brought in Robert Patrick. It was kind of weird. Oh, that does sound strange. Yeah, was... was he also a sex addict? <laughs> uh, he was. He was also also the T one thousand. Oh, weird. <laughs> yeah, that's totally weird. <laughs> He was, I that. he was the nasty one thousand. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Um I don't, I don't have a segue out of that. Cool. But speaking of Netflix. Great. Uh great, great segue. We got a recommendation last week about the documentary Lost Soul, which is on Netflix. Okay. And so I was like, Yeah, I'll watch that. Holy crap, that's a fantastic documentary. I that, meant to watch it, I didn't get time. Everyone needs to watch Lost Soul right now. Uh, people in this room be prepared for the first five minutes of them praising the shit out of hardware and saying that this guy was a fucking genius and hardware is so good and so great. And oh my God, because it's the director of hardware that this movie's about because um, he went on to attempt to direct the Island of Lost Souls and uh, Dr. Moreau, Dr. Moreau and uh, uh, didn't work out. <laughs> All right. Well, it did in that it came out, and I, it, it I did. gave it money way back when. Yeah, it, it was a movie that came out not because of him. Someone else mm. took over. Um, man, just I, I I like a good deconstruction of a film production story. I mean, it's it's up there with the um, the the Terry Gilliam oh, uh, 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 hamster wheel one, um, the Man of La Mancha. Oh, that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Lost in La Mancha. Yes, that. It I, thought is, you, I thought you were talking about the hamster factor. No, I mean, that's a great. That's one, just too. a great documentary about how movies get made. Yeah, this yeah. is a great documentary about how not to make a movie. Sure. Uh, it's just one of those things where everything that could go wrong did, and it just kept piling in on, on top of it. Just, just it's unbelievable. And and you know there's hundreds of stories like this, but as this thing is so comprehensive in terms of, of, of just what it covers in in all facets of the production of this movie um it it's it's fascinating it and it's 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 just a great watch so all right i will definitely check it out cool um i got one more movie okay uh i don't know if i'm alone in the room here but i decided it was time no, to watch no there are two other people <laughs> in in my decision to do this i decided oh. to watch they live oh well that is appropriate i thought so yeah um, it's been just long enough that like, I, like it's one of those movies, like I've seen it enough times that I, I know it, but it's like, it's one of those things where I, I let it go just long enough where it was like, things were new ish feeling. Like, I don't know if that, like if the makes, smaller details. Yeah. Were not... Smaller details were like, yeah, I kind of forgot that this happened. I forgot this was in there and right. like little, just little things. And it was great fun again. Like, I, yeah, just, that is just such a great movie. You ever read, read the trivia about the fight scene Mm-mm. about like, basically that was supposed to be like about a 20 second fight and <laughs> Basically, Piper and uh, Keith David went off and like choreographed that whole thing themselves. Wow! And I mean, granted, this could be total Piper kayfabe kind of thing, but they said that like all the hits that weren't face or crotch were real. <laughs> <laughs> like they were really fucking fighting. That's why it looked so good. Wow! I mean, that had to have taken weeks. Y- yeah. Well, I mean, of planning, they like went off yeah. and basically came back and like had it all staged and like did it in like one or two takes. Oh and wow! Then, like, okay. And Carpenter was like. Yeah, we're putting the whole thing in. Like yeah. that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, the there's nothing like the first time you see that movie because like when that fight scene keeps going and keeps going and keeps going, you're like, wow, this is this is unbelievable that this is <laughs> this is happening. This is unlike anything ever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So no, I I wanted to go back and and watch it 
you know, for obvious reasons, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad it holds up. It's, it's, you know, a bummer that the event that was supposed to happen here locally isn't going to happen, but, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that just sucks. So (laughs) yeah. Uh, boo. Yes. Boo indeed. So, but I I think, I think Roddy Piper is, is well represented here on the show. Yeah. We've done what, like three, uh, how comes to Frogtown? Back in action. Back in action. And uh, I want to say there was one other one. Hunter? I don't know. He was in Body Slam, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. I guess he was, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. For, I, wow. That's, that seems so long ago. <laughs> I know. I mean, I wasn't even here. I'm just going on right. like, memory yeah. of looking at the list. No, no, you're right. Yeah. yeah. So. Huh. Yeah. I mean, we're just, we're, I'm, you know, we're going to hit that point where I've, I've said this before. <laughs> we're going to hit that point where just it's going to be every week we're going to be doing this. Yeah. I know it sucks. So, anyway. Um thanks no. Roddy Piper. Happier things. Okay. Let's do some listener correspondence. Yeah. All right. Mm. I have uh, a yeah, where do we start? Where do we start? I have a couple different we have three different methods of correspondence. What? We have an email which um for those of you not familiar, it's an electronic mail. What? It's like a letter but instead of the US Postal Service, you send it through the computer. I don't know about that. It's incredible. If you're skeptical about that, <laughs> we also have... I think a, they're going to start charging postage for emails. <laughs> I bet they will. Oh, Mom. No. <laughs> we are, Here's a link to this website called Snopes. <laughs> if you're skeptical about electronic mail... I am. We also have well, a physical piece of mail. Let's start a with... A real honest-to-goddamn letter. Let's start with that. <laughs> Because you know what? I can trust the thing I can see in front of me. That's okay. right. Yes. Very trustworthy. This is, I think this is the first actual letter we've received. It's not... Uh, people have typed things inside of other... Uh, we've had messages yes. with gifts, yeah. but... But we haven't, like, received a, a okay. something that was okay. just solely intended to be a letter. Sure. Great. It reads... Uh, this is from Scott uh, Scott 2. It is. It reads... Greetings, Casties. Years ago, when I first discovered the Banff cast, I wrote in and recommended a movie I thought you'd enjoy, but unfortunately was never released on DVD in the U.S. Thanks to the interwebs, dot, 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 I found a copy and thought it would make a nice belated studio-warming gift for you guys, rather than the more obvious space heater or firewood. Uh, the movie is The Soldier from 1982 and stars Ken Wall. Originally, I figured you'd enjoy it for things like... Stuff getting blown up by rocket launchers, people on fire, mm-hmm. spaghetti sauce squibs, assassins on snow keys, assassins on snow keys, and the car chase with a Porsche 911 with a stunt I don't want to spoil. I thought you also might appreciate the 87-minute runtime and the cameos by Klaus Kinski, Jeffrey Jones, and a very young Joaquim de Almeida, who you might remember as the bad guy in Fast Five. What I didn't know at the time is that this movie also has three Banffcast alums. Director James Glickenhouse, who did McBain, Peter Hooten, who played Doctor Strange, and the one and only Steve James! Oh, shit. I think this is definitely BMF cast worthy, but I hope you guys give it a look either way. On that note, I should get going. I just shrunk my own soldier uniform in the wash, and now I'm a little fatigued. Scott 2 dismissed. <laughs> Technically printed on a loose cannon because the printer stand has a wobbly leg. Fuck. <laughs> 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 a little oh, fatigued. man. Jokes. So I have now thrown that into the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't. I have notes on the back of that. No, that that was actually a great job, Scott. (laughs) Good job, Scott. Thank you. Appreciate the gift and the jokes. So, oh, so it did come with a gift. It did. 
Yes, the movie. Hey, why don't you read us that electronic mail next? Are you sure you trust electronic mail? Not really, but All right. uh, well, I, I trust you. If we oh, uh, no, that's a bad idea. <laughs> if we uh, get charged for this, we'll just mail the invoice to Obama. <laughs> He's not taking our emails. All right, this email is from Mr. Spike. Uh, hello, Mr. Hello, Mr. Spike. <laughs> hello, Mr. Spike. Hello, BMF cast. This is Michael from the strange and forgotten land of Wisconsin. I wrote to you over a year ago, which you probably don't remember, which is okay. Seriously, it's okay. Anyways, I have a movie suggestion for you. 1990s The Ambulance. It stars Eric Roberts and his mullet as a comic book illustrator that works for Marvel right under Stan Lee. Yes, Stan Lee is in this movie. One day, he sees a girl he likes get taken by the evil Ambulance. Ambulance is capitalized. You can tell it's evil because it emits an eerie green light. Eric Roberts must team up, team up with a crazy cop played by James Earl Jones, who is chewing so much scenery it's amazing, in order to uncover the mystery behind the ambulance. Also, Eric Roberts was drunk on set for 90% of this film, and you can tell. I think you'll enjoy this one. Sent via Falcon named Archimedes. <laughs> um, the ambulance is, is on the list. We almost watched it a couple months ago. Something came up to where we switched at the last minute, but... Probably somebody... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, it, I mean, it was like a game time decision of we switched the movie to something else that day. Uh, but we are getting back to it. We will watch it before the end of the year. Oh, guaranteed! Right. Wow, Ooh, I know, right? That's a that's a strong promise there. Hey, yeah, <laughs> it sure is. And now I believe we have one more method of correspondence. We do. Which is an Og Vorbis. Yeah, and actually... Um, it's a voicemail. You know what? We're just going to sign out right here. Oh, well, we better do some information here first. No, 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 no. No, nope. we're just going to... We're going we're we, to slowly we fade away. Okay. Uh, it's better to burn out, though, yeah. than to fade we're away. We're going to fade out and leave the world with this voicemail right here. Okay, well, hit the fucking play button. All right. Bye. And the donation drive will be occurring later this month. $10 gets you an I Come in Peace tote bag. Coming up at the hour on Bad Movie Fiends Public Radio, an insightful conversation on why people enjoy BJ so much. Followed by a discussion on what exactly constitutes a Stargrove Award. And then we will take an in-depth look at the pros and cons of Chuck. But first, one quick announcement. The fourth annual Southern Banffcast Con will be occurring this upcoming Labor Day weekend in Atlanta, Georgia. Now, if I understand correctly, this is different from the BAMFCON that just happened. Correct, Jens. That was the Southwestern BAMFCast Con. Now, will the BAMFCasters be available for a meet and greet at this convention? <laughs> I'm afraid not. You know how it is. Yes, they're always just a tad too busy to make it to these things. Maybe one year. Maybe one year. Although, we did have Harlow show up once. Yes, it'd be nice to have that happen again. Well, you know, it is possible to talk to him outside of a BAMFCon. Tell me how. Well, first, you can try an email with an email to bmf at bmfcast.com. You can also check out their website at bmfcast.com. You can check them out on iTunes. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. It really helps them out. You can also find them on Twitter with the handle at BMFCast. You can also call the Garfield phone. The phone number is 
9263. That's right, Jens. Now, as always at this hour, we discuss why people like BJ so much. I think one of the main things to consider is how easy it is to judge someone's character by the refusal to use innuendo about BJ's name. Well, let's not forget his soothing voice. His sleepy nature perfectly reflects mankind's attitude. This week on the Bamcast, he's about to come in her piece. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you have to do it without laughing, though. Holy man. shit. <laughs> And we're done. Good night, everybody. Podcast over. Yeah. Rate it. Let's get the fuck out. <laughs> uh. All right. Now that I know it's coming, I cannot laugh. Huh.